my name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your referee because we're playing Marvel Superheroes by TSR. Join with me as as always is my co-host Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. Uh to mock Ruin a little bit. Uh Marvel Superheroes is a classic tabletop role-playing game from TSR that lives in the universe of Marvel Comics. It is so much fun, and I love every minute of it as a huge Marvel Comics nerd. This is this is my dream, and uh, as much as the system is difficult and a little unwieldy at times, as you've probably learned in the last couple of episodes, I'm having a riot. Listen, it's not that I didn't have fun. It's just that I was ashamed of how little Marvel knowledge I had. I realized, and I always knew that you had more, so don't don't get that out of whack, but like... I realize the majority of my knowledge is Spider-Man, and outside of that, nope, I'm hopeless. So uh, you're you're gonna hit, listen that uh, or hear that we rely on Cade a lot for this system. I really enjoyed it because uh, Ruin and I have had a couple of conversations where he's like, "Yeah, like I also like comics." I was like, "Oh, cool, like neat," and that was about as far as it went. And I kind of enjoyed watching in real time as Ruin realized just how much I'm into Marvel comics uh, and whether or not that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it was like unleashing Pandora's box. <laughs> but uh, speaking of, you know, all sorts of different evils in the world that come out of small containers, we rate coffees on this show. And uh, sometimes our opinions are good and sometimes they're bad. But this week we have Tinoco by Monogram Coffee. Cade, what did we rate this coffee? We rated this coffee three out of five secret Nazis. It was very average. And if you want to hear just how average, got to go back and listen to our first episode of The Batch. And with that, grab a mug, fill it full of the hot stuff, and sit back as we play Marvel Superheroes by TSR. All right, well, welcome back to The Natural 20. Here we are for episode three of our actual play for TSR's Marvel Superheroes. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Ready to go punch some Nazis and be a real superhero. Because that's the only thing that counts. You're not a real superhero until you punch Hitler. Yeah, the C-team's <laughs> moving up in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they okay, better recognize. Confirm this. Uh, Captain America's first issue has him punching Hitler, doesn't it? Uh, it does indeed. Yeah, right on the mm-hmm. cover. Mm-hmm. All right, well, why don't we, uh, let's just remind our audience, who who are we playing for characters tonight? Why don't we start with uh, Jaden? Who's your character? Uh, I am playing Mystic Gale. He likes to slap stuff with wind and make things heavy. And yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot, but he also does a lot more than everyone else, arguably in the number of skills, but he can't turn into a bear. So does he really do anything? <laughs> He can check for negative pressure, though, so... Oh, no, he can't. He actually very, very sucks at that, actually. It's one of the things he really he doesn't sucks. know how to do. Yes. <laughs> he, he very suck bad. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Uh, Jody, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Playing Avery Johnson, better known as Smokey, transforms into a bear and does bear things. The best superpower ever. <laughs> it's It's pretty high up there, like... Honestly, the force field is a lot stronger, but the bear is a lot more entertaining. Mm -hmm. All right, Cade, tell us about your character. Uh, I'm playing Tyler Kwan, 
who also has a superhero named Shaolin. Uh, but nobody calls him that because his name is Tai Quan, and that's funny. Uh, he's a martial artist, but he also has uh, regeneration powers as well as uh, the ability to generate dark force. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, the where we last left off, you guys were headed back to 1943 to try to stop the Axis from attaining some sort of uh, future technology that would help sway the tide of the war uh and uh you don't really know if you're going back just to san diego in 1943 or if you're also space traveling as well uh like we said before we hit record here the idea of time travel is pretty irrational but uh with that being said you guys did manage to earn some karma at the end of uh the last episode there now you are going to get 25 karma as a team for finding uh, the spaceship, or the time ship, sorry, the time capsule. Uh, I'm going to give an additional uh, five karma to Jody uh, because uh, his ability to find some German there was uh, was entertaining, to say the least. Decent. And I am actually going to subtract ten karma from your team points uh, because Nick Fury had to uh, outright tell you what you had to do. So here's my my argument with that one, uh, is I don't think it makes sense that we have to go back. We stopped them when they got there to take the Cavalier stuff. So it shouldn't be back in Germany. Well, how do you know that it doesn't happen at a later time? Right, and they can always just send more. That's the thing I like about the time travel stuff, is that you have to go back and stop it. Because if they have the technology, they can keep sending more. Yeah, it's like a wart. you got to tear out the root. I mean, I That's guess, disgusting. but we also... Yep, the grossest know... analogy I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> but we also know when they sent people, and it's not an issue for another, like, couple hundred years. We know when it's happening. I feel like yeah. we're getting into a conversation that I am way too sober to have. Fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, there's a reason why none of it ever makes sense. There's always a loophole. Yeah, I mean, Crump could wait 45 years. We can't just camp out, wait at every other place for 45 years till they pop up again. Yeah. Seems like the best plan. I agree. All right. Well, you guys are going to have to, as you are traveling through time and space, uh, you feel this sort of lurching sensation as uh, your body twists and contorts through time. And I'm going to need each of you to make, let's see here. Um, You guys are going to have to make some endurance feats here. Uh, So we're going to say that uh, as you all of a sudden are traveling, you feel this huge compression feeling as your body squeezes through to a molecular level. And then uh, right before it expands again, you're going to have to make a uh, endurance feat of at least a typical level. Uh, I have a remarkable endurance, so I should auto succeed. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, I would auto-succeed as well. Smokey's too strong. Okay, perfect. Um, So what we're talking about there is on the universal table for rolling your outcomes, if you are two columns to the right or higher, uh, you automatically succeed at things. Or sorry, over two columns. Sorry, Jaden? Oh, I just got a solid green success. My guy is very typical when it comes to endurance. Perfect. Uh, Some people describe me as very typical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. With uh, with the next as you as you 
begin to get down to the molecular level, you all of a sudden burst forth, growing larger than you ever did, and you'll need to make another endurance at a good level. So that should mean that all of you have to roll. I feel like that was deliberate. Uh, nope, <laughs> that, that was completely planned. Ooh, I only rolled a 19. Uh, yellow It's going to be in the white for me. Ooh, I got a yellow all right, well, Avery is going to take five points of damage as he feels <laughs> no. his skin tear and shred. Uh, and then right as you guys are about to come to a stop, your bodies completely melt and disintegrate before being built right back up. And again, one last endurance at a excellent level. Uh, while we're rolling this, would you say that we would have had time to relax while we were driving to San Diego from <laughs> Oh, so you're asking, like, had your previous hit points re- uh, yeah. regained? Yeah, I would say so. Cool. I only need a minute, but it specifically says it has to be while relaxing. I was like... Yeah, no, I'd say <laughs> you were relaxing. <laughs> Unless you were just, like, pent up the whole time. You're like, yeah, oh my god, we're real fine. Yeah. <laughs> time travel! Actual time travel! Uh, uh, just uh, barely a green success. I rolled a yellow. <laughs> rolled a yellow okay and Jaden uh, I also yellow per- perfect so you guys managed to uh, reform in basically the same condition with the exception of Avery there uh, <laughs> however as you come to a stop you look over to the chronometer <clears throat> to read September 21st 1943 what month was that sorry September perfect thank you yeah yeah September Se- September Welcome back to September, not too to say. <laughs> now, do you remember what date the recall was set for? Uh, April? Did you say it was April? No, sometime in April? Or was that when it arrived here? For our here? time, it was April. Was it our time was April? Okay. It was supposed to be September, I think. Supposed to be. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. But time travel is an exact science, even though the logic isn't. So, uh, how? tell you what. Why don't you guys roll me a an intuition to remember if you can recall what it was originally set for, or an intuition, all or sorry, or a, a reason, intuition or reason? Can we not just look at it? Well, but none of you said that, so I was gonna make you work for it. Well, I'm gonna look at the machine. <laughs> it says it on yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it says that it was originally set for September 18th, but when you read the current, it's September 21st. Gotcha. All right, guys, get back in. we got to go back three more days. <laughs> Goes back three centuries. <laughs> Goes back to the dawn of time. we got to find Hitler's great-great-great-great-grandfather. Wipe out a whole America. family line. Yeah. Hitler's maybe we go it himself a li- in 300 years. Like. Yeah, but maybe go a little closer to the guy. Maybe, like, take out, like, just a grandpa or who knows even better parents. Nah. Take them all out. Gotta be safe. Cover your bases. <laughs> Turns out we wipe out like all of the most like like a whole wave of like brilliant geniuses. There goes cell phones. There goes TVs. There goes modern medicine as we know it. <laughs> With all the other people we take out because of removing that <laughs> one group of people from the gene pool. Nah. Probably a couple serial killers too, though. So exactly. Like... I think it all balances out. Yeah. All right. Well, as you open up the door you notice that your time capsule has come to rest in a clump of thick vegetation at the bottom of a steep gully. It is broad daylight, and overhead you can hear the whine of exploding artillery shells. This is definitely 1943. 
just over the tip of the gully, or sorry, the lip of the gully, and you can see an overturned jeep and a group of three pinned American soldiers fighting to their lives, for their lives. The Americans are completely encircled Shit. by German forces. In fact, the same German troops that are, encir- that are encircling the Americans are encircling your gully as well. Guys, we put on the German commando uniforms. <laughs> I fly out stripped naked. <laughs> well, I mean, if the, the American soldiers are pinned down, I say we just, like, go. Because like, they're I, stuck there? Well, if they're stuck there, A, if we didn't come back, they would die anyway, so it's not a big deal. B. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. Remember the slippery slope. <laughs> Maybe you're the ones that came back to save them so they didn't die. I think we can only be the ones to come back and do so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a limit on our to-do list when time Maybe if you all. were talking like the complete annals of history, but you're you're at a very specific moment in history. So to say that, like... You know, you can't be responsible for anything. I feel like you're responsible for, like, ten things. Okay, but also, who are we to say that we're responsible for saving this handful of American troops, <laughs> or we're responsible for wiping out this, like, whole battalion of German soldiers? We yeah, don't what if know it starts which World War III? Who's to, to say you're not? Is any of us a history professor? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, No, but you have a giant history book on you. I feel like we would have heard about the story where a giant bear and a guy who can fly and shoot air and a guy who literally blinds people with his powers just popped up and saved three random dudes yeah. for no reason. I feel like I that think, would be well know. way more well documented. Uh, remember the victors write history. They wouldn't that allow that to be published. How much we were speaking did you say English, that S.H.I.E.L.D. had? assume we were on their side. <laughs> mm. You are right. Shield could clean up a B and E. They could definitely cover up this. Just saying. You guys can do whatever you want. I'll play this right, however. Whatever. You want. We'll wipe. I out said I fly out there naked. <laughs> I transform into okay. a bear and activate my force field and just charge headlong into the German machine gun positions. Okay. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So. This looks like we're going to go into a combat scenario. And there are th- uh, a total of tw- 15 NPCs here, three of which are Americans, 12 of which are uh, Nazis, and um, there is Easy. also there's a tank there. So that's fun. Easy. They statted it out. We obviously have to do this. That's like, it's canon, right? Like, they wouldn't have wrote this combat if we weren't supposed to save these guys. Let me just, I did not come back to 1943 to not kill Nazis. So let's go. <laughs> Little did you know that utilitarianism includes Americans as like a plus five. Like, they, <laughs> each one is worth five on everybody else. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will buy that. All I'm saying is we could have just walked out. Like, we we could have gone... I feel like on the grand scheme of things, stopping Nazi time travelers is a lot more important. But sure, let's throw fists. I mean, since we can move through time, we're not on the clock. We have as much time as we want to do whatever. We could go anywhere and still go back in time and fix that problem later. We could wait a hundred years to do it. Do we have, like, a road log, like, truckers? Can we be double booking? (laughs) Are you sure you got your eight hours rest? Yes. Not only that, we traveled halfway across the world. Our kilometer rate is going to be stupid. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, Here is... uh, 
this is, we're gonna we're gonna roll it. So remember, with initiative uh, for this. Now we had some clarification because we were a little confused on the rules. Um, we're just gonna throw it out there. Uh, we, you know what? Let's save it for the review. We're gonna listen to our review to see why we were confused on the rules. But for those listening, uh, initiative is as follows: both sides act as one before the other. So everybody on one side is going to act and then the, all of the others are. Uh, they're going to plan and coordinate their attacks and then they're going to roll a d10 and add their modifier based on their intuition to see who goes faster. There is up to a plus six modifier. There's also a zero. And so if you got a perfect 10, you could have a maximum of a 16 initiative versus the other side. Now, Jaden, I believe Gale had the highest intuition, which means that you get, nope, it was- No, that's Bear Man. Oh, Avery. All right, so Avery has the highest intuition. So he gets to roll the D10 for um, the initiative. Ooh, a two. High stats, low rolls. <laughs> All right, so the other side will be going first as they received a, a three. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, Wait, all right, some modifiers. Well, we do have to, That's. Oh, yeah, what's your modifier there? Uh, it's at monstrous, so that would be... I think, is that a six? I think it was six, yeah. Monstrous is a 75 or a 63 to an 87. Yeah. Sorry, do we have confirmation? I'm just looking myself for what number that is. I don't know if it's a 6. I just know it's high. Yeah. You know what? It's either going to be a 5 or it's going to be a 6. So either way, you're going to beat it. So which means that your guys' entire side gets to plan your attacks first and then hit first as well. 6, yeah. 75 and up. Cool. Well, because there's 12 of them, there's definitely going to be at least one machine gun team. So I'm going for them because they're the ones that are pinning the Americans down. I want to fly at the tank, shove my fist in its barrel, and use one of my air shields to be placed in there because it is um, effective against all. Oh yeah, it's effective against all missile attacks. So I feel like I'm gonna have it hit that shield and hopefully blow up the inside of that tank. Yes. yes. And I'm also gonna put my force field over my body just in case for a little extra damage absorption. Right, like, this is rock and roll. Let's go. All right. Uh, it does have a remarkable protection on it, but as long as you can beat their roll on that. Uh, and that would be uh, Ty. What is Ty doing in this turn as well? Uh, okay, so how many areas are they occupying? Um, it is... One sec. It's a... F- like, it's, it's, like, not huge. Like... It's, um, let's say total areas, we said that an area is roughly a half a city block. Um, I'm going to say it's a three by three area. So a city block and a half by a city block and a half. Okay. Um, if I create dark, because I can create darkness in up to three areas. Um, if I do that... Would that give these guys, like, advantage or a column shift on what they're attempting to do? Yes. Um, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, if you were to throw it up in front of them, you would block out view from all of them. Yeah. But I'm thinking kind of like what we did with the um, commandos. Yeah. So I believe with those ones, you set it right over them. um, So that was a plus two column shift. Because this is right in front of them, probably. Um, Like, if you did it in front of them to try to hit all of them. Um, I would give that a plus one. If you put it right on top of them, I would give it a plus two again. Okay. Um, 
We'll go in front so it hits more people um, for, like, the one column shift. So I still have to roll to do it, but... Mm -hmm. So it sounds like to me, yeah, you're going to roll first, um, and then it's going to be Gale to get rid of the tank, I think, and then Avery to try to take out some of those soldiers. Yep. Uh, Yellow success for the darkness. Okay, it works. And so each of them will get a plus one column shift on their next attack. Uh, this is also going to be a surprise round, so they're not going to get anything on this first round, which means uh, we will roll initiative again after this round because it's rolled every round. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Gale. You're going to roll against their protection for the tank. You know, I'm going to burn some karma on that one. I rolled a 45. I mean, screw it. I'm burning all my karma. I'm burning all 42. I'm cranking that up to an 87. And does that make it a, a red? Um, no. I could burn a bit more of our party pool and make it a red, but that puts me at a yellow. How much more of our party pool would you have to burn? Um, that takes me up to 87. If you wanted to go right to 100, it'd be another 13, right? I'd yeah, say do it. I don't need to go that... I don't... I guess I could. I don't know if I really need to go that far. I feel like I'm just already... Ra- I guess, yeah, screw it. We'll go with that and we'll go to the whole... We'll just go to the 100 so that thing better be destroyed. If it isn't, then I'm just livid. Well, uh, and that was rolled at what level? Um, that is rolled at excellent. Okay. Well, I'm going to... Oh. Hmm. <clears throat> it does say my shields are effective up against missile attacks up to rank... Or up to remarkable. So if it's a remarkable thing, oh. I feel like that gives me a little bit of an edge against it. Or not an edge, but it's like... You can handle that. That might make a difference um, because they rolled remarkable protection and got a 98. You got 100 on excellence, so I'm going to say that you do succeed at that. Um, I feel like 100 is still the best you can get. So, uh, yeah, you managed to you you fly through the smoke and jam your hand in and put the shield. And just as they realize what's going on and pull the... Uh, Pull the trigger, it backfires on them and blows up the, uh, what do you even call it? The arm? Whatever. The panzer. The, the, the panzer? Okay, it blows the barrel, up the panzer. Like yeah, the, the barrel. barrel the yeah, tank. thank you. That's what I was going for. It blows up the barrel um, and it does cause massive damage. And you can see that there's smoke coming from the inside as the capsule opens up and people try to escape. Very badly wounded. Yeah, a little bit of shrapnel for sure flying through there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there was 12 Nazis total, so I'm going to say that uh, two of them were in the tank. And then that we're going to go to Avery to uh, smash through. Now, you're doing a charge, right? Uh, yes. So we should go with the charge rules for that, which I believe is... Is that a strength feat? I'm going to assume it's either strength or fighting. Ooh, it says endurance combat. And it says charging is considered an endurance feat. Endurance. Okay, so you're going to roll on your endurance to do the charge. Okay. That is 82 on the monstrous table. Nice. Uh, it's a yellow. Yeah, benefits being a bear. Just like all the strength. <laughs> crazy to know that, like, I don't know if you're just a, if you're a super bear or if you just turn into a regular bear, but it's crazy to know that regular bears are, like, on par with, like, superhero strength. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a mutant bear, so it's, like, oh. super-powered bear. 
Yeah, that seems a lot cooler. If you could just turn into a bear, that's really cool, but I feel like it has a little lacking, you know, level. You get shot by a hunter, you're dead. Yeah, it's like a supernatural bear. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, Avery, I'm going to say that Avery's going to hit all of them in one area, which would be three. Uh, So roll damage on three of them. Just fighting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's an 89. And remember that you get a plus one CS. Uh, I'm going to spend two of my karma to bring it to a red. Nice. Uh, are you going for the kill then? Yeah. I think you can. I'm just trying to charging. Oh, sorry. Charging is just a stun at red. Okay. Yeah. Which, again, I need to look up the rules for stun. I bet you Beast is really jealous of Smokey because he can turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> at will <laughs> just like boom, i'm normal again that's like a way better mutant mutation as far as <laughs> but like, almost there's a hard concerned. limit there's that's the thing there's a hard limit to Smokey's power right if mm. they're like anything above like just generic nazi goons with tanks it's just like uh i'm not fast i can't You're fly just if you break my force field i'm dead <laughs> All right, so the way that this works is uh, with this type of roll, uh, Jody rolled for a stun, which means that the enemies that he hit have to make a roll against their uh, the stun level to see what happens to them. Uh, so I'm going to roll for all three of them on one. And they have an endurance of good. An 84. So they get a yellow level, which means that... Uh, they are not stunned, but they do take the damage of whatever See, you dealt. I feel like I'm like so many levels above them, and I rolled a red. How many? How many above did you roll? What's theirs? Uh, a good. One, two, three. Is your monster is five? You? Like five levels. Mm, they rolled a yellow though. Yeah, he rolled a yeah, red. You're, you're the boss. <laughs> he rolled higher and is higher on the table. I'm still okay with just getting them off the machine gun in general. I mean, I kind of like your logic, but I'm going to go with the rules here, and I'm pretty sure the rules say that they escape the stun, so I'm going to go with that. But you rolled a ton of damage on them, did you not? Yes. Okay, so how much damage did they take? Uh, Whatever the unearthly tier is on the combat table. It does, yeah, Mm -hmm. 100. So you killed them. Yeah. You liquidize <laughs> all of them. They're, they're not stunned. They weren't stunned. They knew it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're rolling against their endurance again to see if they're actually dead or not. Uh, and uh, they dead. Uh, I mean, that's probably for the best. I don't think they want to not be dead. Laying on the ground, every bone in their body broken. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you did actually end up killing them. So it doesn't even matter if you stunned them or not. The damage was good enough. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Uh, all of your karma is gone as well because it is your popularity and your karma that drop. But I feel like because we're killing like the enemy, we're killing of, Nazis of and nobody knows world. who we are. Oh, I do. I do agree that Nazis. And are we're bad doing guys. it to save the Allied military. Oh, and no one knows who we are here. I feel like if I make the wrong call here, I'm a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, you're compelled. It is totally all right, fine all to right. punch a Nazi. Like I will not make you lose situation. your karma here because uh, it's war, and in war, it's different than if it was just regular fighting crime. So I will not make you lose yeah. your uh, popularity 
or your karma because you would also probably gain popularity by being a war hero so is bear combat like against the geneva convention yes i know it hasn't been established <laughs> it's yet, an act but, of nature like, i feel we're like getting we're around it oh god it's I actually feel like a clause bear combat that was might added be a war crime yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a timeline where bear crimes have been added <laughs> crimes against bear manity <laughs> all right remember kids it's not war crimes if they're nazis <laughs> oh gosh okay we're off track reel it in all right so uh three of the 12 nazis are out of battle you guys got a surprise round there so we're gonna do uh, again another round and remember that we plan our attacks and then we make our initiative roll because we keep getting that backwards so what do you guys want to do and then we'll make another initiative to see who acts first uh, I'm probably gonna go blast. Like I'm gonna start just shooting dark energy or dark force um, at some people. I can only target one at a time, but I do a lot of damage if I hit. So yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm just gonna start slinging some air f- attacks at them. Ooh, could you like do something with that tank? Throw, Throw it at, tank at somebody. I don't know if any of my powers give me any capacity where I think I could, but I could. Try rolling to use my wind to throw it. That would be my only way. What if you combined your wind with your gravity? Like, make it light. I can only make blow. things heavier. Oh. Make the <laughs> wind heavier. And then... <laughs> I think it specifically I'm... says, like, heavier, not denser. But... <laughs> I think I could make it heavier before it lands on them so they could be extra dead when I throw a tank at them. Because nobody survives getting hit with a tank. No normal human You're does. <laughs> it's a lot of damage. Like I don't know if anyone knows this, but the human's greatest weakness is be having a tank thrown at you. <laughs> That's usually how I answer in interviews for jobs. What's your greatest we- weakness? A tank landing on my head. <laughs> I feel like th- that's in a movie somewhere. I feel like that's like that's something. <laughs> Somebody is out there is like peanuts. Peanuts is my greatest weakness. Yeah. If I ever need Bullets. to apply for another job, that that's coming up. That's what I'm using. A tank on my head. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's Avery doing? Uh, essentially more of the same. Just right. finding more Nazis to, to bite on. Are you going to do another charge, or are you going to try to like pinpoint some? Uh, I'm already in the thick of it, so All right. probably just try and pinpoint some. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, the uh, the Nazis themselves are going to try to uh, get to their their feet and uh, try to take position to fire at you guys with their guns. So let's all roll initiative here. I mean, these guys are well-trained. They just watched me punch a tank to death, and now they just saw, like, a bear come barreling through and liquidize three of their buddies. <laughs> That's top I got tier. A 10 with the bonus. All right, you guys are moving first, so uh, let's, uh, in this order, let's go with Jaden, and then Jody, and then Cade. Mm, throwing some freaking pew-pew fists with a yellow success. Some pew-pew fists. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, just at the the ones coming out of the tank there? Um, I don't know. I feel like they've already been hurt enough for now. I'll let them at least grab a gun. I'm going to go after some of the more well-equipped guys at this moment. All right, we'll and see. It's a bullseye, too, for if I get a yellow six. Wow. Okay, so you're doing some, some hefty damage there, hey? Um, I think it just still does the normal damage of 30, but I get to, like, target specific areas, which, if that's the case, I'm cutting off hands. 
<laughs> okay, well, you did 30, so uh, they're now into saving throws, which is against their endurance. Uh, they do succeed, so they are unconscious. Uh, but yeah, you, you took off. Their hands are still intact, I guess. Oh no, their hands are blown off. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, of one of them, you got one of them. So, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, so Avery is currently in area one. Uh, Gail, you're in area three where there was four of them and you just incapacitate one of them. And Ty is going to go for area two. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to blast at area two. Um, just dark force it's only at one of them i only get one target but okay um, that would a... be a great propaganda the best nazi is a handless nazi <laughs> yellow success <laughs> yellow success yeah and sorry how much damage <clears throat> is that? uh be 40 okay all right so they are incapacitated as well but not dead uh did you do anything crazy to them as you were blasting them uh, no, I think just regular blast. I think I'm trying to, like, take them out, but also, like, keep concentrating on keeping the dark wall up. Um, so I'm not going for anything too crazy. Fair enough. Alright, so as you, as you maintain the, the dark force wall, you send a single blast to the one, uh, cracking him against the skull and dropping him, and then we are off to Avery. Just roll fighting? Yeah. We got... Just a green success. All right. Uh, well, you are going to be able to roll some damage on that. Uh, if it's just unearthly damage, it'd be a hundred on one of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. They are. They are also just a in casual one hundred. Oh wait, just no. Uh, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was. I guess that would also be. You took all of them out in the first round of area one. So you also took one out in area two, actually. Uh, so that means there's one left in area two, and there's three left in area one, or sorry, three. And the ones that are left are going to attack. So we will start with uh, the one that is going to try to take out, uh, let's go with Ty. So he's going to turn, and he's going to fight. And he he turns to raise a gun, and is Ty going to fight back or try to dodge? Uh, I think try to fight back. All right. Roll some fighting skills. All right. A slugfest, I believe the book (laughs) calls it. Indeed. Uh, So I got a green success. All right. Well, you actually, as he turns and goes to whip you in the face with the butt of his rifle, you manage to strike first, dealing how much damage? So is that under my fighting then? Yes. So it would be 30. 30? Yeah. Perfect. Um, so he is going to try endurance to stay alive. Is it fighting or is it strength damage? For I an unarmed it's... punch. Oh, good question. Because those are two very different numbers for me. Yep. Because my strength is not great. Uh, I do have Slugfest written under fighting. I don't know why I have that under mine as a note, but that might mean something. Yeah, I think the difference the is whether up. it's um, armed or unarmed. I think that makes a difference, if there is a yeah. difference. I'm just getting to combat here. Okay. No, I think Slugfest is just the rules for melee it's combat the, in general. It's, yeah, it's using the blunt. So Slugfest combat using bare hands, fists, or blunt weapons is called a blunt attack. Um, so it is the fighting ability okay, using so the blunt. Good. So uh, potentially they would roll on the blunt for uh, effects. <laughs> 
So I do roll on the blunt for effects <laughs> occasionally. So thirty damage that if we're using my fighting score. All right, so they are, that one is incapacitated as well. Okay. All right, and then the other three are going to round on uh, on Jaden. They can try. I'm gonna throw up some freaking air force fields on these boys. So the first one is going to turn and uh, go to punch you in the face. Why you gotta try and punch my face? He wasn't able to get get his gun in uh, up fast enough. Yeah, that's fair. So, and I'm like, would I be close enough? But I did just have my fist in their tank, so that's fair. That's, that's fair. pretty close and personal. And you're gonna fight back? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use my claws against him because that's apparently one of my powers. Is my guy has claws? It's that's very un- un- unreasonable compared to the rest. But I would just assume he has wind claws. That that is definitely cool. Uh, go ahead. Um, that is a green success. All right. At what level? Um, they are at a good level. All right. So you did beat them then. Uh, so you are going to, uh, be able to roll damage against them. And, uh, using the edged table as well for my response. Isn't it just 10 damage? Just like, do we roll damage? Uh, your blades would have damage on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just have a 10 damage. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, they take 10 damage as you slash them against the chest uh, and it was a green, so it's just. Uh, it is a hit. Yeah, perfect. Uh, oh, I guess you you would you would roll the edge attack actually. Oh, oh, these tables are so confusing. You got a green, so it's just a regular hit. I yes. wish they separated the what you do versus what the person who's hit does you know like yeah. i roll mm. to see if i'm stunned <clears throat> or not but you roll for an edged attack to whether it's a kill stun or hit okay and two more all right the next one uh completely misses and the last one here uh hits and he's going to uh roll his or uh, sorry raise his rifle to try to attack you Oh, definitely using an air shield against that because it's effective against missile. Uh, it's definitely not. Not with a three. Okay, so you are going to take uh, 30 damage as a, a, as a bullet uh, strikes you in the leg. Uh, it might as well have hit me in the chest. I have 12 health left. My guy is fragile and he can't heal. So not like these other two guys with their regen. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Uh, okay, so with that being said, uh, it is now uh, the two guys in the tank. They actually are going to flee completely because you blew up a tank. Uh, so you scared them off. So that is going to go back to an initiative order. And uh, you guys plan your attack, and then we will roll. I have 12 with the bonus. <clears throat> okay, and what are you looking to do? Uh, after seeing Gale get shot... I want to just go, like, body block and protect with my force field. Excellent. And, uh, Ty? Uh, I'm probably just going to keep on blasting. Um, just, yeah, just keep slowly picking them off as I can. Okay, and Gale? I'm going to stay perfectly behind the bear and put my hands <laughs> out from either side of him and shoot some freaking air at those guys. All right, so let's go with... Uh, Avery can roll for his uh, block there. What do you want me to roll? Just on my force field or 
Yeah, I think your force field's probably probably it. You could block with your person, but that might be damage-worthy. I just mean, like, should I roll one of my stats? Or what do you, what do you want me to roll? Uh, if you're doing your... Your force field has a stat power, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah roll, roll that. that. Ooh. Uh, just shy of a red success, but I think we'll just let it ride on a yellow. Okay. All right, so uh, Avery sets a pick with the force field there, and then Gale starts blasting. <clears throat> Gale blast. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go Gale first because he was okay. using uh, he was using Avery as a shield. Yeah, um, sorry, I missed that he was blasting. I just heard the hiding and you and guys were both shooting. basically because you're right. You were doing like from both sides. Yeah, I'm just more yeah. or less staying behind Line the bear. Fire. Cool. Yeah. Um, that is a yellow success. Okay. And you hit, so please roll some damage there or. Some damage. It's just 30. Is that what it is? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's 30 damage. All right. They will roll endurance to see if they can stay conscious. And they do not stay conscious. They are dead. Which means that there is one remaining with about 20, uh, 18 health left. And that can go to Ty for his attack. And blast him away. Uh, and I'm going to spend some of my personal karma to hit a green because I was short by about 10. Um, so that'll be just a great success. Excellent. Uh, and w- is that 30 damage as well? Uh, yes. Or sorry, 40. 40? All right, they are unconscious. And uh, they uh, die as well. So they are all done. And as the smoke uh, and, and dark force of this battle ends and, and drifts away, you see the three Americans uh, come out of their pin jeep and they're very confused because uh, there's one naked uh, superhero, uh, and I believe the rest are the other two are wearing their German uniforms still. Well, I'm a well, one's bear. A bear. It's oh, one's a bear. Me. Sorry, one's a bear. So there's a naked dude and a bear, and a okay. German. Whoa, whoa! Don't shoot. Definitely American. Speaking English. Go, Charlie Chaplin, uh, but not the mustache. Uh, hamburgers good. Uh, yeah, don't shoot. Definitely not, not German. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and as they, they're kind of like looking at you and understanding that this is, is some sort of, wow. Uh, like what did they call Captain America before he was like an enhanced? Is that what he is? Yeah. 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 So as they're basically assuming that you must be some sort of enhanced, uh, they, they kind of understand what's going on though. Uh, one guy steps up forward. He appears to be like early 40s, gray streaks uh, through his blonde hair. And uh, there's also a little overweight but rough-looking dude. And uh, he introduces himself as General Thomas Dozer. And then the the former was Major Anthony Holland. And uh, they uh, kind of start asking you questions about how did you get here? How did you know that they would be in trouble? And all those sorts of things. Uh, so you're not gonna believe this, but we're from the future. Uh, Just lay it all out, eh? Yeah, why the hell not? Uh, yeah, we are from the future. Uh, we are here to beat up some Nazis. They have time-traveling technology. Uh, it's way above anything that you guys have. But, uh, look, we're totally super tight with Captain America, 
Um, so we're we're like on that level. <laughs> they they like look at each other and start laughing, and they're like, the the dozer is like. <laughs> All right, okay, time travel. Well, uh, Captain America's personal friends of ours, uh, so I'm sure if you're exactly who you say you are, he'll know exactly who you are. So uh, why don't you well, come back to our command? not yet, but in like 40 years, he'll know who we are. Cause in time 40 travel. years, we're going to be big. Yeah, yeah, we're huge in t- 1989. Uh <laughs> Uh, he suggests that maybe you come back to his command post and you can speak to Cap himself. Perfect. I would love nothing more. <laughs> All right. And uh, you you do see that the third person who was pinned down happened to be a driver. So luckily you saved everybody. And uh, you do manage to grab uh, a seat in the back of the Jeep. And you all make your way to the uh, command post and um, begin your search for this nazi super weapon that maybe people have talked about uh and with that you guys are gonna get some karma rewards here so uh first of all you successfully made the jump to the past none of you died in that uh, whole experience so plus 10 karma for your team actually uh you know what yeah yeah each of you nice and then you defeated the germans so plus 25 for your team and you also managed to save the driver, which was was key to this part. So plus 15 for the team. The driver is mighty important. Or is it just because it's like, we got to save the ordinary people too? I, I think it's, it's all of the above. We need to be able to get there. Mm. Now, <laughs> question. Well, I can run at 56 kilometers per hour for extended periods of time, according to Wikipedia. So... <clears throat> question uh before you leave completely what are you doing at the time machine getting my clothes probably telling him about it well we already did tell them about it but we didn't tell them that it's still like active and just like over yonder okay but if we leave it here are we going to be able to get back to this exact spot because like gps satellites aren't going to be up i have bear senses I don't feel like that includes <laughs> being able to sniff out time travel technology. Okay, I don't know a lot we'll about We'll pee bears, on it first. We'll pee on it first. <laughs> I feel I like feel... we have to bring it with us. How? Yeah, we can't carry it. How big is it? Big enough to fit three people and time travel us. Uh, it is the weight of an incredible intensity strength roll. Okay, well, I'm not carrying it. Is anybody else able to carry it? I'm weak as hell. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we can strap it to my back. Well, I'm just thinking, like, we don't have to carry it far. We just need to load it into the back of this Jeep. Okay, wait. There was a door on it. How big is this thing? Uh, was it? I said, I thought it was 10 by 10. One second. Damn, we would have had to crap uh, in there a 12, little bit. 12 feet in diameter. That wouldn't look crazy, this bear walking around with a 12-foot backpack. <laughs> Let's just ask for a map from the, the major or whatever. <clears throat> we'll get the grid coordinates, and then we'll know. I cannot stress enough. Let's just pee on it. He'll sniff his way back. <laughs> if We could also do that. That's the, the simple answer. What are you going to do if those guys who fled come back and hit go? See, that's what I'm concerned about, is that it's just going to get stumbled across. Let's when cover it with back. a couple leaves. I don't know. We already said that, you know, saving these Americans weren't our problem. If they get the time machine back, not our problem. 
How are you going to get back? back. (laughs) Oh, I didn't figure we were going to be able to. We we actually logically can't go back because the time machine needs to be destroyed. If we take it back, then time travel still exists. So we got to stay in the past. Time the machine comes with us. So the thing that you're trying to recover is the like the original. Uh, this is the one super that was weapon. Made. Yeah, this is uh, this one was made from original parts. Why would they build this... it in a sewer? So the original one went to 1943. This is one of the sequels that they created for parts of the original that you've now taken back to 1943. So this is time machine number two. Time machine number one is destroyed, and time three. Th- time machine number three is somewhere in like 2146. Okay. All I'm saying is, There's I feel like we need to bring it with us somehow, and I think that probably three superhero well, people. Does and one of you have people. like a really good reason? Uh, my reason is excellent. Okay, well, that's exactly what it would require if you were to choose to maybe like uh, do something to make it stop functioning. Can I pull out the battery? Mm. Does it have a battery? What's its yes, power they're source? They're double A's. They're... Yeah, well, there's got to be some the kind go of power button. source. Like, can I just? Take that. Takes 72 double A's. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a power source. If you want, if you were able to roll an excellent uh, reason, you would probably be able to dismantle it and also be able to put it back together. Okay, but if I fail the roll, I'm not going to like break it, am I? I'm just going to say that I'm, uh, if you were to roll a nat one, I will say yes. If you roll anything else, I'll say that you can't figure out how to do it and you don't want to break it deal oh my god that one no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> i was kind of uh, hoping a little bit no i rolled a 70 so that is Dang. just barely or sorry no that's green i can that's spend green. one karma to hit yellow if we need but all i gotta say Cade, is fudge for the story come on man <laughs> listen cap stays in 1943 so it he turned gets out well frozen for in the bottom of the ocean no i mean at the end of endgame he goes back and he stays. I guess it's not really traps so much as like a choice, but yeah. it turns out well. He's old man. But also uh, okay. he goes back while still the other version of him is still like helping the world throughout. Oh or yeah, it doesn't CG. work at all. It's a horrible <laughs> plot line. Well, no, there's just two of it. Yeah. Yeah, it really sucks to be the one that actually has to go keep working. The other dude's just like, yeah, I'm just going to retire here. Have a, you know, a happy life. Peace. But then the other one's like, man, I get to retire here. Like, you're kind of protecting your own retirement. That's a good point. That's right? a good point. Yeah. You know, right, one day you you're going to get to just t- t- rain it in there. Plus, you can just destroy <laughs> the lottery for how many years? Like, yeah. <laughs> He's got to be the richest man in the world at oh, the end of this. Gambling, sports betting? You're going to crush yeah. it. <laughs> I get that reference. And they can't prove a thing. All right, well, uh, you figure out how to disable this time machine, and you go back to the Jeep, and you begin riding back to the command post. Um, The ride back is relatively short and uneventful, and as you arrive, you're caught up in a throng of American soldiers that are coming and going. It's difficult for you to adjust to the idea that you're actually back in 1943, but everything seems as real as 1988 was. Um, as Dozier comes, uh, drives into the base, everyone seems to snap to instant attention. Before he can even uh, get out of the jeep, a young non-com, I don't, I don't know what that means. Is that like it's like a sergeant? Oh, okay. Uh, has already rushed to greet him. 
And he says, General, you have visitors waiting inside. It's urgent. With a stern look on his face, Dozier walks ahead and motions for you to follow. As you move into General Dozier's office, you are suddenly faced with a team known as the Invaders, the legendary allied heroes of World War II. Kate, is that a thing? Yeah, that's totally a thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're uh, like the pre-Avengers, basically. It's just like the World it, War II era Avengers. Yeah. Is this the team we see in, um, like, the Captain America movies? Uh, kind of. It's like an amalgamation of that and the Howling Commandos, like, smushed together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, without skipping a beat, their leader, Captain America, begins to speak. General, we haven't had much time. Our sources were correct. The Nazis do have some sort of super weapon. So far, we've learned that three of the Nazis' best commando teams were sent out on some sort of top-secret mission, and that the super weapon was the mission's end result. The Nazis are almost certainly planning on unveiling the weapon for the surprise counteroffensive in the region that we believe is scheduled to begin at 1400 hours tomorrow afternoon. We also believe that the weapon is being stored in either a place called Castle Vladispol or in Hitler's private bunker itself. Our problem now is finding where either is located. Bear senses. <laughs> he uh, he pauses at the end of the speech and he kind of uh, like he doesn't seem to really take you guys in, not because he's trying to be dismissive, uh, but more so that he's like so set on like duty that he hasn't really stopped to consider that you guys are out of place. Mm. No, that's not how uh, Gale sees it. His fragile ego, which has already been shown with the whole Fury situation. He is certain Captain America hates him. He just thinks that we're useless and the worst. Uh, first of all, uh, Mr. Captain America, uh, honor to meet you. Steve. Big fans. Uh, we would love to help in any way that we can. Heads up, we're from the future. Uh, <laughs> not a big deal. Uh, you doing great in, uh, 1989, just so you know, uh, you got a little bit of a rough patch there for a bit, but, uh, you're totally pulling it together. Um, don't get too attached to that Peggy girl. Um, uh, it's not going to work out, but, uh, yeah, we'll help out any way we can. That is a strange story, but we could use the extra help, especially <laughs> with such interesting looking, uh, interesting looking people. Oh, he's a bear, but he's actually a person. Just so you know. Um, Avery's just like, hi. <laughs> I like just sit up on my haunches. <laughs> Wave. Yeah. I appreciate that he's just like, I, I'm i not going to question your capabilities. I have no opinion on anything other than like, yep, we're going to need your help. Strangers that we have no idea who you are. <laughs> I don't know enough about Captain America, but actually my instinct is that he would be like, uh, we don't really need you guys. He'd probably uh, be like, we don't want you to get hurt. Uh, who else from the <clears throat> invaders is there with him? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. One uh, second. Like, he was talking... just hoping Captain America was enough to keep us distracted. Well, like, are we talking, <laughs> I was like, really yeah. hoping. If we're talking the original team, I mean, like, there's some... There's some okay, so there. I'm assuming that these people... Like, uh, okay, here, here, team. yeah, it says. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Submariner. Yep. Namor. Uh, Human Torch. The, the Android. One. The Android. Yeah. Yeah. Which you're gonna have to explain that at a different time because I don't understand. Sure. It, but uh, Union Jack. Oh, okay, yeah. Bucky. Yeah, of course. 
Toro. Uh, Human Torch's sidekick, yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick Fury? Oh! Hey, Nick, <laughs> Interesting. Look, we're going to be best friends in like 40 years. You remember this so that you're nicer to us when we get there. <laughs> yeah, let us get that cassette player yeah. and the mural. So yeah. sorry, we're the... The Howling Commandos were part of the Invaders uh, as well? No, sorry. The Howling Commandos... In the movie in, they were. In the movie they kind of took the two and smushed them into one, sort of. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't tell me if Nick Fury is actually on the Invaders or not. Was he in the original run? Uh, not in the original run, but I'm pretty sure he's been in a couple of iterations of it since. Because mm. the original run was basically like all the original superheroes from like marvel's timeline plus captain america uh, okay yeah I like when it. we looked at He's the there. photo he did say that he didn't know who these three random people were we didn't recognize ourselves so i'm assuming it wasn't us but maybe it's us that was a photo of the howling commandos though oh, okay. and so oh. if they're two distinct teams they i'm gonna say that teams. nick fury is here but uh that might not be canonical we're just gonna run with it because i already said it and your guys' reaction was good cool uh, look, okay, um, if we weren't from the future, most of these people are, like, secret agents, but, like, we know who they are, um, and, like, even the Germans don't know, so, and I just start, like, naming off all of their people and, like, random facts about their backstory, and, like, look, clearly we know some of this stuff, we, we have no German accents, we're not German, um, look, we, we know what we're doing. Let us help out. Yeah, we're definitely not deep cover spies. Don't worry about it. Ignore That's him. The uh, first thing that crosses their minds is, or you have really great intel. Yeah. Uh, considering one of you is an android and the other one of you is from Atlantis, uh, I don't think our intel is going to be that good. Um, yeah. Mm. So they definitely Atlantis. like bristle a bit at that, but and like are like, hmm, okay. But uh, they they agree that, like, sure, why don't you be a part of this this mission? <laughs> but maybe get the sense that they're going to uh, keep an eye on you. Now, that doesn't solve the problem, though, of they don't know where either location that could be the tip-off uh, would be located. Uh, I feel like our future contact would probably be able to pinpoint both of those locations. We do have a communicator that apparently somehow can communicate through time. No, it can't. Was, why did we he, oh that was for the trip yeah. oh yeah that makes more sense i was like why would he give us that that seems like technology he definitely wouldn't have okay let's go take the time machine back let's find out where these things are we'll be back in like 15 minutes you guys don't worry about it. actually we'll be back here before you even get here so we can have this conversation again <laughs> i feel like you don't need to do any of that so, what are these two places? Like, are there names attached to them? Are they places so, that, like, future us would totally know where they are? <laughs> one was Hitler's private bunker, and then the other one was Castle of Ladispal. Okay, so are, when we say Hitler's private bunker, are we talking, like, the bunker? <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing so, but it doesn't explicitly say that. It's also, what, two years before then? I feel like... We're he, going to either Berlin I, or to the... the Birch just Birch just garden? Yeah, like Guys, guys, you're <laughs> overthinking this. <laughs> what do you have that would have the information from World War Two? The book. 
I was gonna say, like, can I take the time? Okay. And she turn over and does it have like, if lost, please return to <laughs> <laughs> private bunker, courtesy of Durfur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Avery as a bear just like leaf starts leafing through the book. Where is he keeping these books? No idea. Doesn't matter. Plot holds them with his bare hands. Fur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you managed to find uh, two of the following entries. So. Uh, the first one goes, Castle Vladispol is the name that local inhabitants gave to the Castle Gracht, a medieval fortification that lies just outside the village of Stronberg in Romania. During the war, the Nazis used the castle as a scientific research facility until the fall of 1943. Sorry, did World War II end in 43? 45. 46. 45. 46 for, like, Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is Hitler had a private bunker located in East Prussia, which is today northern Poland, in the forest north of the town of Venstock. According to German records, the bunker went unused after the fall of 1943. So this is not the bunker, sorry. Cool. Uh, okay. okay. However, they're not. I assume you supply that information to the invaders, and they still go. Yep. The trouble is, which one do we go to? Which one has the highest likelihood of having the weapon? Obviously the lab. Obviously the secret lab where they would have made the weapon. But maybe that's why it's the wrong answer. It's too obvious. Nothing in this campaign has been too obvious. <laughs> well, just for that, you go to the, long, the <laughs> wrong location, you fail, and you're trapped in 1943 <laughs> because you didn't dismantle the time machine well enough. You hid the the battery to the left. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so that you guys are going to go to the, the research lab? I think so, unless anybody has any, like, huge objections, but I feel like that's the obvious nope. correct choice. I mean, it seems probably right, unless, you know, like, I feel like the super weapon wasn't just, like, moved around, you know, in the cover of night to a secondary location. Where are you going to do it, but where you do the science? Yeah, not to mention, like, we go there, even if it's not there, then we can destroy the research so they can't make a new one, right? Yeah, we got to do it eventually, right? Yeah. I feel like it's either the right choice, or we have to go to both of them anyways, and it doesn't really matter. So, all right. Well, with that, you choose the research facility first, and Captain America looks at everyone and says, "All right, let's get ready and head on out." But uh, before we do that, I'm out of coffee, and that means uh, it's time for a refill. Potions and Potpourri, a Dungeons and Dragons variety show podcast where two gal pals, Keisha and Kayla, talk about a variety of topics, including discussions. Wizards of the Coast has tried recently to change the mechanics, but I think the biggest thing they did was release Tasha's Cult of Everything. Right. That like really changed the way that people could make their characters. Life plays. We caught the tracker trying to kill Claude. He already killed some of the household guards. Uh, we did everything we could to try and save him, but uh, the tracker unfortunately got got to him before we could. But we took care of the tracker. So oh, it's me. Oh, he's gone. He's gone by Joseph. <laughs> Over. Interviews. Yeah, I'm not gonna force If you're not having fun with your character after a while, I'm not gonna make you play your character. Right. But you have to figure out why is your current character leaving and why is this new character joining. Potions and potpourri. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Table Help Players. It's Ruin here. 
We're just taking a quick coffee refill. As we do that, we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the Natural 20 Cafe. Join with me to do that is my co-host, Cade. Hey, I'm still Cade uh, from the beginning and now. Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of. First of all, we have our Patreon. If you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way, please consider checking us out on Patreon at Cantrips and Coffee. Uh, for a couple of bucks, you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive Discord, some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else, as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now. We're even funnier if you you don't filter us. You can also join us on all forms of social media. We are most active on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, yeah, we like to think we're funny and post funny things there. And so uh, join in on the conversation. And who knows, maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while. But uh, with that, I think those beans are being done brewing. And we're going to get back into the episode. And we are back and highly caffeinated. All right. Well, you guys made the decision to go to the lab in Romania. And uh, Cap makes the decision that uh, it is going to be much quicker for you guys to take a plane to get there and then to uh, try to drive. So in the dead of night, you take off. And uh, from Crane's book, you have no problem figuring out the position of a castle of Ladispol. In order to get there, the uh, army places you on a small bomber, uh, which will penetrate the German air cover and land in the secret airstrip. And you manage to end or land at about... 10 o'clock p.m. So 10 o'clock p.m. You are landing and touching down. How many hours were we flying for roughly? Need to see how much health I get back. Because apparently uh, you gain back health equal to your endurance for every hour that you can like rest. I would say that you guys were flying. Well, but the total time from like discussing and then flying, I'm gonna say is nine hours. Oh, look at me, all the way back up to full health of 42. (laughs) (laughs) And as you exit onto the airstrip, a small band of partisans will meet the heroes, or meet you guys, uh, you heroes, at the airstrip and provide you with directions to the castle. Um, They do refuse to accompany you, though, as if this is uh, a little bit more intense than they'd like to get into. And... uh, with that, uh, you guys can either stop and ask them for more information, or you can head straight there. Wait, is it the pilots that are waiting, or is it the freaking... Oh god, I forgot their name already again. The invaders. the invaders. No, the invaders are going to go with you. Okay, cool. I was just to say, that makes zero sense for them to be like, <laughs> nah, this is a little scary. You guys handle this. <laughs> They're baiting us. Oh man, yeah. Or we are the bait. Also they do plausible. indicate that it's about <laughs> 50 miles away. Psh, nothing. Light jog. <laughs> I mean, I guess we gotta run it. Alright. So, uh, you managed to get about 8 miles down the road when all of a sudden a vehicle starts flying towards you, uh, taking up most of the road. It's, oh, uh, it's lined by thick forest. I would like uh, to shoot an air blast at the driver. Okay. Or where I assume the driver would be. Unless someone has another plan, I'm taking this guy out. I mean, I can, like, again, blind him with darkness. Then he takes no. himself out. That might I, hurt it us. It sounds like, to me, that Gale is uh, doing an air blast. Right, yeah, it sounds like either which way, it's the same outcome. Nick, go ahead. That's solid, that's solid, that's an 83. That is a yellow success. 
Alright, that would do... Uh, is it 30 damage? Yep, 30. Alright, well, as you send a blast of wind, it shatters through the front windshield and slams into the chest of the driver uh, who slumps over on the steering wheel. The truck begins to slow down as you assume his foot has uh, fallen off the accelerator and it uh, it slows down but at the last second it uh, ends up in the ditch it doesn't actually like hit a tree or anything but it does come to a complete stop it looks like it took very minimal damage looks like we got a ride for the last eight miles uh, 42 miles oh we were eight miles in for some reason i thought i don't know how i got eight miles out like from like just from it it's like wow we made good time running well we needed a truck let's go check it out yeah uh as you approach it you you see that there's the the definite dead one that was driving and then there's uh one other in the passenger seat but uh when you check him he is unconscious very much german I'm very much going to punch him in the head a second time to make sure he stays extra unconscious. <laughs> All right. Well, you said it was a pretty chill, like, running into a tree. I doubt he's that out. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Go ahead and strike him in the head. Uh, you can um, just He can just take the damage because uh, he's already unconscious. Okay. Well, see, now I'm not... Would this be a fighting or would this be a strength? I think it's still going to be fighting for a proper fist. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's definitely solid. So that is a green success, and the damage is um, 20. Okay, yeah, so he... Uh, I'm gonna say... You, do you want to kill him? No, I just want to make sure he really stays out oh, for a okay. while. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely he's definitely out for a while. He was okay, and then I'm gonna throw him out of the truck. Oh, crit, crit fail. So yeah, he's definitely out for 10 rounds. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's going to... That's not good for you being unconscious that long, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to kick him out of the, the truck. All right. Uh, two Germans on the side of the road. Just going to there. You guys yeah. taking, the, taking the truck? I mean, it's an yeah. it's a, like a military vehicle, so it has plenty of space for everybody to ride. We should yeah. get the people in the front to wear the German uniforms. Whoever's driving. Yeah, good idea. All right. Well, uh... You, let's just say do you want the invaders to wear it sure okay so. do maybe some of them know german so they can pass <laughs> off as german and get us through security yes definitely put the flaming android in the front seat <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like union jack and uh captain america i mean captain america is very aryan looking namor <laughs> has pointed <laughs> ears so that's going to be kind of a giveaway flaming android's not a great one <laughs> Well, would they recognize the Captain America? He's real Aryan looking. <laughs> <laughs> also, at this point, he's not really a super known quantity Fair to enough. like the Joe Blow. Okay. Yeah, so would he be willing to take his mask off? That's the real question. Um, I feel like, well, yeah, because Union, <laughs> Union Jack would have to take his mask off, and so would Cap. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Cap is unwilling to be one of the drivers. He is still not really super trusting of you guys. Right. Um, I mean, power. Th- thanks. You just gave us more power. We tried to give you control of the wheel. Okay, I'll drive. Screw it. I don't wear a mask anyways. Well, you could Babies. make it. You could make it Nick Fury and Bucky because those are guys that like Bucky's mask. Bucky's is like, fifteen. Yeah, he could be a passenger. <laughs> Dude, there was tons of fifteen-year-old th- German soldiers. No, there, but he's like it. real, like young-looking fifteen, like. <laughs> 
I'll it ride shotgun with Nick Fury. Dude, the German gone. army in 1943. All right, sounds like Gale's putting on a uniform, and uh, Nick Fury's gonna put on the other one. Yeah, that I mean, I already got naked once. Villainous. Yeah. All right. You guys begin driving, and uh, after after a while, you manage to make it to exactly what appears to be your typical like castle on a mountain. Um, you are going to get some uh, some karma points here, uh, so you didn't speak to the partisans, so you're going to lose out on five karma. Uh, but you did defeat the Nazis in the truck, so you're going to get ten as a team. All right. So as you continue your way. Uh, up the road all is quiet it's almost too quiet when you're about a half a mile away you first catch sight of the castle it's huge with a dominating structure and kind of just dark and evil in general uh it's the just the sort of place that the nazis would pick for a stronghold another qu- quarter mile up the road you hear movement just ahead uh, once you do a quick survey you find that uh there are covers uh, sorry, there's thick force that covers either side of the road. You catch a glimpse of a half dozen or so shadows moving in the darkness. And whoever they are, they aren't wearing German uniforms, but they do seem fast and seem to know the territory with how quick that they're moving. You're suddenly taken by surprise by a sharp voice coming from directly behind you and speaking in Romanian. Who are you? What is your business here? I hope Nick Fury speaks Romanian. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we are here to deliver the goods. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For for context, uh, because I guess I didn't say it, uh, you you would stop the vehicle uh, to survey. It's not like this guy just appeared, like, behind you, (laughs) like, as you're driving, being like, hello. Oh, not me running through German supervillains that have teleportation <laughs> powers in my weird internal Rolodex. Uh. He, uh, he he seems to quickly look at you all, and despite the fact that a couple of you are wearing German uniforms, he recognizes the invaders. And uh, his his group of men emerge from the shadows, and uh, he, he introduces himself as Olaf. And he appears to be part of the resistance team. Frozen has ruined the name Olaf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because the first thing I thought was like, oh man, a cute little snowman. (laughs) He, uh, once he realizes that you guys are planning an assault, he actually says that his team was planning to coordinate uh, something as well in order to remove something that the Nazis call uh, the blood curse. Yeah, we need some bullet fodder. I mean, we need the guides for sure. They would know where what's, to go the best. What's the blood curse? Is it like syphilis or? Uh, mm-hmm. why? Yeah, that seems like a name. <laughs> it sounds drop. like syphilis. Uh, why don't you give me? I think that would be a psyche roll in order to like maybe like prompt them to tell you more. Are they werewolves? I mean, that is also a thing. Uh, forty-eight under excellent. Is a green success. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the psyche. It could. It's probably actually reason or intuition, but we'll say that he doesn't want to tell you, and you kind of like okay. managed to manipulate him a bit into telling you. If it's um, reason, it'd be the exact same thing for me. They're both excellent. So perfect. So that works for me. And he begins telling some stories about um, 
visions of vampires and things like that, but doesn't get too specific. He's pretty afraid to talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he does tell you, though, that if you're here to try to do the assault first, that uh, you should consider scaling the rear face of the castle. I always scale the rear. It's the only way I know how to handle it. <laughs> oh, boy. Ruin is going to want me to edit that out, but it's staying. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's clean that's humor. Funny. That's funny. It was pretty okay. I didn't swear, and I feel like that's really our only rule. Right? That's how they got around censorship laws, by being cheeky with the writing. <laughs> yeah. Cheeky? That's why in some ways censorship almost led to better writing. <laughs> Probably did. Weirdly enough. All right. Well, going. Yeah. Up the. Yeah. Ass end of a tower. (laughs) (laughs) Sensing that there's nothing else that he that uh, you guys are kind of after, he basically like slips back into the shadows with his team, and you guys are left with a choice: either yeah, to scale from the rear, like he said, or uh, to try to take it on from the the front. Nah, I think I think scaling the rear is the way to go. What are they yeah, going to be doing? That's what I want to know. Is he just like, okay, you guys look like you got this. I'm going to go home. Yeah. I'm going to go kiss. I've been fighting to like stop this, but uh, no, nah, we're too close to the end. So you guys go ahead. Like, well, I mean, if I saw these guys showing up in cost- like Halloween costumes, I'd be like, you guys must be able to handle this or you're so crazy that I don't want to be around for the consequences of you like blowing fair. our cover. Fair. That, that probably is fair. Yeah. All right. Well, when you are facing, you, you kind of skirt just along the, the outer edges of the forest and manage to get around to the rear of the castle. And when you look up, what you see is a 500 foot ascent. Uh, sorry. That's ascent. a big rear. That's a big rear. <laughs> uh, do, do you think we... there's like any like 200 foot ascents possibly? <laughs> Sorry, you need to put more uh, emphasis. Ascent. Mm. Yeah, 200 foot ascents. It's, it, that's a small butt. Yeah. yeah. It's good yeah. to know. I like it flat. Know. I like a cardboard butt. It's good to know we're still the target audience for this game. Like, you know this was made for teenagers. Kid. We're still there. <laughs> What's crazy is that our audience, like, when you look at our statistics that's being tracked, they're older than we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we have two. Hopefully, they find this funny too. Because the demographic slightly uh, above us and the demographic slightly below, we're not hitting our own because apparently it's not even good (laughs) enough for us. (laughs) I don't know if it's not good enough or just like I don't know. We're too busy learning the crippling realities of mortgages and children. (laughs) Millennials are so damaged (laughs) they don't have time for it. Yeah. Gen Xers are just trying to relive TSR, and uh, the people are the Gen Zs are like. Yes, give me all of the entertainment. I actually don't know anything about Gen Z. I teach them, and I don't know what their thing is yet. I don't know, but you're really hammering home that we're Canadian by calling it Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm all about. I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to take that like as as a hopeful sign that like we're getting to the point just a few more years where we'll finally hit our stride, and we'll have enough free time where we can just enjoy things without having to worry about you know life and being an adult crippling debt and the reality of uh every horrible thing yeah that's fair anyway so the ascent ass all right i'm just gonna fly i was gonna say so i'm basically told like if anybody wants to fly you basically just do it yeah so human torch and namor can both fly 
Uh, I don't feel I, like the human wait, torch wait, should wait. be flying right now. We How don't need him on fire. Who's from the ocean fly? Yes. Because uh, there's water in the air. There's so inherently the humidity. I, the weight I wish and pressure I had a good of the water is essentially what why Superman can fly. Because he can just leap really fast. Yeah, I, he's just I, swimming yeah, through the air. I wish I had a good answer for you. I know he has little wings on his boots. His powers are fly. from a flying fish. I mean, he probably has some connection to, like, a Greek god who, like, gave him fly boots or something. No, because he hates, like, Ares, who is a Greek god and a Marvel character. Um, I'll do some Google and I'll get back to you. All I know is that he has winged boots. Um, and that's why he can fly. All right. Like, maybe he's just, like, cool with some other gods, though. Like, yeah, I just don't like Ares. Dude's just real hard to hang out with. Kind of annoying. Know-it-all. But, you know, me and Zeus, we get down on the weekends. We have a couple brews. <laughs> All right. Well, in the interim, uh, Gale is going to fly up and... Uh, Do you say interim? Interim? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not an episode unless Cade <laughs> says something about something <sighs> that Ruin says. I'm sorry. That just... That hurt. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Uh, he has wings on his ankles and is able to fly at the speed of escape velocity when exerting himself. He's able to lift weights when flying uh, up to at least a 50-ton anchor with one hand without discernible... 50-ton wa- anchor? Yeah, without a discernible loss in speed or momentum. So, uh, yeah, he can carry us, no problem. Yeah. Do we have any rope? <laughs> Everyone just hang on to a piece of the rope. So in small time, in small time, between <laughs> long time, Gale fly, Gale fly high. <laughs> uh, in the interim, yeah. Uh, more words that you read and don't say out loud or have people correct <laughs> you normally. So uh, parts of this party can go f- themselves. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful human being. Uh, <laughs> and the next thing I'm going to make you do, are you actually pulling them with a rope? Is that a thing? Uh, I mean, no, if the we, one. Yeah, so guy. I don't know if you clipped out for a second, but like your video <clears throat> went away. Um, no, I had to collect myself. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, Namor can fly at escape velocity while carrying up to a 50 tons of weight. Um, without any kind of loss of speed or momentum. So we were saying that he could probably pull us without much issue, um, and we were just asking if anybody had a rope that we could all just hold on to and he could fly us up. Do you guys have a rope? Uh, no, but is there some in the truck? Hmm. We got a whole gang of soldiers yes. with us. One one of them has rope. Perfect. Yes, There's there some is. some in the truck, so we'll just use that, I guess. All right, well, I'm going to need you guys to do... Um, so this system uses agility for just like straight up like athletics and like things like that. Um, so I'm going to have you guys do an agility roll at a, I'm thinking a good intensity. Yeah. A good intensity to hold on to the rope as he pulls you up. Yellow success. Great success. No, just green. Sorry. Uh, Jaden, I didn't hear yours. Oh, I don't need to. I fly. Oh, right. You already <laughs> brought yourself up there. You were like, Peach. Uh Okay, yeah. Uh, like, for uh, relation there, it's, uh, if you guys had tried to climb, it wouldn't be a strength. It'd be an agility. So that's how I'm getting this uh, rope holding, too. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. It, 
Namor is Namor. Yeah, Namor okay. the Submariner. Okay, so Namor uh, manages to uh, bring everybody up with this rope. <clears throat> One guy falls down and dies horribly. We don't know who he was. A mysterious soldier. Um, R.I.P. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. However, <laughs> you guys find yourselves up on um, the the exterior. Would it be a palisade. Palisade. Uh, that yeah. top part. Para- Rampart. Para- I've, uh, yeah. Para- Parapet? Parapet. Yeah, parapet. it's the parapet. What yeah. are all those things that I just listed? I listed a lot of things and none of them were... They're correct. like rooftop areas. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the they're like part of the it's, uh, Okay. Yeah. A palisade so is also like a thing that is like lifted. You sit in. It's like the, for like the king. Mm, I feel like we use that term in Zweihander. Doesn't matter. Anyways, so you're on the uh, parapet. And uh, there does appear to be a corridor leading to the inside. Go in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as you open it, you find yourselves in a long, dark corridor. And as you enter, you hear a loud whir as a panel in the ceiling opens and reveals a strange piece of machinery. It's going to instantly attack you guys, uh, firing energy bolts at you. And it has a range of eight areas. So, you guys can... I believe roll, uh, you can either choose to attack back or dodge away. Uh, dodging is agility, is it not? Yes. Mm, I think I'm going to try and fight back then. I think I'm going to try to, like, shoot my dark force at it to try to, like, <clears throat> essentially stop its projectile in midair. Okay. My air control doesn't really seem to have, like, oh, I mean, my air, my range is eight areas. So I feel like I should be able to make shields of wind kind of at least in a try and cover i don't know could i cover everybody i feel like i would love to i don't know if that's reasonable but i'm at least going to definitely throw a windshield in front of myself and block these energy bullets okay and it can go up to which like how much can it absorb a remarkable um yeah up to a remarkable okay uh so let's see um ty is going to try to dodge no i was going to try to blast it oh blast it okay well let's let's go with ty first uh, hoo-hoo, 81 on Remarkable is a yellow success. Unfortunately, it is going to go with a shift X, and so it is going to get the... Oh. the it's going to get you first because you attacked first, or you attacked. Mm. Uh, so it is going to strike you dealing 150 knockout damage, so you have been knocked unconscious. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm knocked the hell out. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. Okay. Uh, Gale... You were going to try to put up a shield? Yeah, I don't like my odds of that, but, you know, I think I'm just going to hide behind Captain America. <laughs> uh, he's knocked out. <laughs> Everybody, knocked out. Um, yeah, I guess I will. I don't like my odds against this. What do we got here? Oh, okay, that's pretty good. That's a 99. I'm going to burn a uh, karma and make that a 100. Okay, I will. So this is I. I don't remember. Like I don't know if I see in the rules how like a red level beats like because that's a, a remarkable. But he's getting a shift X. Yeah, I feel like it still blows me away. But at least it. At least you, know, you feel good about your role. Yeah, I put up a real good shield, so at least I know I did my best before I get blown away. Okay, I can <laughs> dig that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, because it's a lot of levels ahead of yours. So you put up a really good shield. It manages to deflect one before firing and hitting you for a knockout. And then that's going to go to Avery. 
Uh, I'm gonna try and like grapple with it and like disable it, or at least get it so that it can't like shoot accurately at the other people. Okay. Okay. Can any of them help? If they weren't here, we would just like already be ruined. Like. Okay. You can. You can try. Uh, what? So for hold on, let me look at the chart. Grappling strength. Uh, so seventy six, and I'll burn karma to get it to a red success. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, as you go to, you're going to try to grapple it, right? Yeah. So as you jump through the air to try to grapple onto it, it unfortunately also gets a red success and blasts you, knocking you out with 150 force. And as the three of you, and indeed the rest of the invaders, uh, fall into unconsciousness, I'm out of coffee and that means it's time to go.